0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Kickstart your adventure now with a new good Golf Cart from Country Carts of Brookhaven. good Golf Carts are assembled right here in Mississippi with the best features around. And best of all, they're street legal. Country Carts of Brookhaven, 401 Highway 51 South, phone 601-748-0454. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me. The Wednesday of the bye week, Ole Miss not playing this weekend, getting some much-needed rest, some heal up time, and also some time to do a little extra preparation for Alabama, who, by the way, is playing LSU this weekend. A schedule break for Ole Miss. If you wanted Alabama, you want them while you have a bye and while they're playing LSU, I think. So a free shot coming, College Game Day also coming, probably. I mean, not officially announced, but if you look at the schedule that weekend, unless they go novelty again, they're going to they're they're going to be at the Grove. Uh I'd I bet a lot of money on that at this point. Either way, so uh a lot of stuff going on in spite of Old Miss being off this week. As you guys know, Auburn and John Cohen just got the job there, and everybody and their brother is putting Lane Kiffin at the top of their hot board. So that's what we're talking about today. It's how realistic is that, the things that that he's got away in his decision if, in fact, Auburn does come for an offer. Is Auburn a better job than, than Ole Miss? We'll talk about all of that here on the podcast. But first, I want to remind you of a couple of things. Number one, subscribe to this podcast if you have not already. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you get them. Don't listen in browser. It's a bad way to do it. I would recommend Spotify, but whatever you get or wherever you get your podcast, I should say, find this there. Just search Rebel Report, subscribe, leave a rating and a review. Also, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. That's my name, Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. Twitter, follow on Twitter, like Facebook, subscribe on youtube and this podcast is brought to you by advantage business systems absms.com is the website if you're located anywhere inside of the state of mississippi anywhere inside of the state of mississippi and you or your business are in the market for office technology so anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage and data security phone systems whatever if it's tech if it's in the office and you need it absms.com is the website and if you tell them i sent you You'll get a complimentary assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is. They'll assess everything on me. The podcast is also brought to you by LB's just across from Kroger on University right there in Oxford. It's the best place in the state to get your meat, especially in the off weekend that you've got. And the slate of games is incredible. So you're going to want to be cooking with meat. At least you should be. That's what I'm going to be doing. So get that started at LB's. Again, just across from Kroger on University. They've got lunch specials Monday through Friday. So during the lunch hour, if you don't feel like doing the cooking, they'll do the cooking for you. But the best selection of meat in this state, they're big supporters of, uh, of Old Miss sports, especially baseball, but they love them all uh, there at LB's. So support the people that support your people. That's LB's just across from Kroger on University and tell them that I sent you. All right, so here is um, – I did a live chat last night. Uh, really good conversation, I thought. Uh, here's an hour's worth of mostly Auburn, Kiffin, Auburn candidates, John Cohen, Hugh Freeze, that kind of stuff. Uh, I thought it was really good. We talked about everything, covered a lot of bases. Uh, so I'm bringing that to you here now on the uh, on the podcast so you can hear it as well. Here's me talking to... Uh, a live chat about Lane Kiffin's candidacy at Auburn, is Auburn a better job, the things that he's got away if he gets an offer, the contract limit in Mississippi, all that stuff. I mean, we covered it all. So here that is uh, right now, talking all things Auburn, Lane Kiffin, and the stuff that I really wish we didn't have to talk about during the season, but we do, and, uh, and here that is now. I'm going to wax poetic a little bit, not near as bad as you've seen elsewhere this week, but I'm going to do it a little bit, all right? We just had the first iteration of the college football playoff rankings come out tonight. We are in the middle of a season here in Mississippi. We're in the middle of a season that is really, really interesting. Instead of talking about that and games and good players and big-time stuff, right? Instead of talking about that, guess what we get to talk about tonight? coaching searches and candidates and jobs and NIL and uh, I guess I could truthfully I guess I could uh, ignore all of that and talk about just football with you maybe we'll do that on Thursday but if we're being honest that's what anybody around here wants to talk about anyway I have heard from more state fans that want to talk about John Cohen and his search, and why he left Mississippi State, and all that stuff, and the open Auburn job. More state fans that I've interacted with, maybe it's not all of you, but the ones that I've interacted with would rather talk about that than their own game this weekend. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Ole Miss, obviously off Mississippi State playing Auburn. There's just too much of that stuff to ignore. So we're not going to ignore it. We're going to talk about it as much as we can. I've got... Until about 8.30, I think, until about 8.30, I've got with you, so I'm not going to waste too much time, and we're just going to dive right into it. I'm Michael Borky. If you're new here, if you have not joined uh, before, then please subscribe to the channel. I would appreciate that very much. Also, like the video as well. Do those two things. Hit the notification bell as well. If I change my schedule from Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday night, which after football season it's going to change already uh click the notification bell so uh, you'll know anytime i go live or post a new video my plan is to eventually uh, get some stuff uh, from the radio show and put it on here also like the things that i say but since it is a three-man show it's like not you know it's not just me and, and the good stuff from the show i post on our network's youtube page so i gotta figure all that out just time i need more time i don't have enough of it but anyway like subscribe all that stuff um and yeah i guess what, what is Ole Miss scrimmaging in basketball right now as well with all due respect to that we're not gonna be talking about basketball scrimmages not uh, hell we're not gonna talk about many basketball games at least for a while uh because the schedules kind of stink but any uh, anyway Edward gets us started. Says, "I hear UCF has a pretty good coach, who's <laughs> a coach who's got them ranked. Maybe Auburn should look into that." Yeah, imagine that. Chase says, "I smell yellow wood. No, I'm not muted today. I made it a point when I did mute myself to start while I'm, you know, typing and and whatnot, and making sure the animals are out of the room and and doing all those things. I uh, I, I made sure to remember that I mute myself while I'm doing that. Edward says people act like Cohen is going to have full autonomy. Um, There's an interesting layer to that, though, because I don't think I've changed my mind on this, actually. Um, I don't think John Cohen took that job without some assurances about. And, you know, people lie all the time, I, I, I suppose, but. I doubt he took that job, at least thinking that he's gonna have to do whatever a couple boosters say. I could be wrong. I doubt he took the job thinking that this football hire was not gonna be with his input. I would be really surprised. Now I think because it's Auburn and of course boosters are heavily involved in decision making at Auburn, but he doesn't have the personality of somebody that's that's gonna be a puppet, right? So, we'll see. I mean, they got a new president, and we'll see. I don't think it's just going to be the Yellowwood guy tells them what to do, and they're going to do it. I don't think it's going to go down quite like that. Kiffin for Auburn head coach 2023. Matthew says, with LSU ranked number 10, we, being Ole Miss, I believe, should be top 10 for the Tides trip to Oxford. Yeah, look, I mean, if if LSU loses, then Ole Miss will be in the top 10 game days going there. You know, just go ahead and get your sign ready. Big Patriot guys. says, hopefully John Cohen updated the visiting AD suite before leaving. Yeah, there was a lot made about that, wasn't there? Although I, I'm scratching my head wondering um, how an athletic director leaving impacts the outcome of a football game or, or, or like impacts anything about a football game. I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my mind. Around that. Midwest picker agrees Ole Miss will be top 10 uh, in the playoff rankings after Bama beats LSU. Did my car get broken into Saturday? No, it did not. Had a great time. Had a great time. Parked in front of uh, a bar that, uh, the first bar I went to when I moved to Jackson. um, Eight years ago now. Yeah, parked right in front of it. Missed that place. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, we can't wait for Oxford or for game day to come to Oxford next week, where the crew will push for Kiffin to Auburn in front of everyone in the Grove. Uh, that That's the thing about this is, it, you know, I think I said it to you guys on Sunday. I'll say it again. If you're an Ole Miss fan, you have got to do one of two things. You've either just got to get used to it because it's going to be talked about on fine It's going to be talked about everywhere. Um, for two reasons. The first being because Auburn would be really stupid if they didn't try and, and pursue him. I, I think that that's a no-brainer. If you're Auburn, it, that's somebody that I would want. He would be number one on my list. Matt Rule would be number two, I think, on my list. If If I was John Cohen, I think it. And the thing is, people, there are some people that think that they do coaching searches like In Order, where John Cohen's only going to try to talk to Lane Kiffin. And then if he says no, then he's then going to move on to his next candidate. I have a feeling John Cohen has talked to the representation of at least five candidates today. If I had to guess, I imagine that that's how these things really go. They gauge interest from a lot of people. And also they receive calls as well. There are there are agents and representatives that are throwing their guy's name in the hat if you think there are based on the way some people talk there's one guy they're going after and lane kiffin's their priority and he's going to be their guy and then it's like well there he's not the only guy they're talking to so that's that's a weird way to phrase that but anyway thanks for coming back anytime of course yeah, of course, yeah. Claypool getting traded to the Bears—that was a good move by uh, by Chicago. I don't think they're that they're that far. Anyway, what's the latest I'm hearing on Cohen getting Kiffin at Auburn? Uh, so, Robbie, I was thinking about this earlier today, and maybe it can't go down like this at Auburn. Maybe it's a little bit different, as you probably noticed already. Auburn has more media attention more people are 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 willing to report things that are not the company line that's going to sound bad but there's just more of those people at Auburn this is a higher profile job it it just is it's more people are paying attention to this than previous searches that John Cohen has conducted before so Maybe it's different and maybe this can't go down this way at Auburn. But I, I am very curious to see if he is able to control it the way he has his hires at Mississippi State. So one thing that Cohen deserves a lot of credit for. Now, I've been critical of his hiring practices because, quite frankly, I mean, he hired one bad football coach. Mike Leach is underwhelming to this point. If we're being honest about it, he is uh, state fans expect more than what they're currently getting, both on the field and in recruiting. They do. Uh, had a women's basketball hire that didn't work out, and a baseball hire that that didn't work out. Uh, so far, he's what one for five in hiring recent coaches. Now, Chris Jans on paper is a good hire, but we'll see how that works out. Point being, in spite of that, his hire the the, the process of which he hired coaches was very. Um clean. There were no leaks. It wasn't leaky. There wasn't a whole lot of information. People didn't uh know a whole lot about his thought process and his method and, and candidates. A lot of his hires kind of like when you finally got to that person's name, it's because the deal was basically done. Uh so I'm curious to see if that happens at Auburn. And as you guys know, in the absence of information, the, the void is filled with speculation. It's part of my job. I speculate. I opine. That's kind of what I do. Uh, so I, I have a feeling he's going to try his hardest to make sure that this doesn't leak. Um, but I, I think it's really way too early to, to do the whole, this guy's the front runner, this guy's the front runner. this That, that kind of talk is all speculative. I don't think it's really rooted in reality. He officially was named the AD yesterday. If he's smart, which I think he is, he's not zeroing in on one guy this early. Again, like I said earlier, if I were him, I would have already talked to Jimmy Sexton about Lane Kiffin and whoever Matt Rule's agent is, and and Coach Prime would have reached out to him already. I would have talked to Dave Clawson already. That may not be on his radar, but I would have. People are talking about Jeff Grimes. Um, okay, go down that road. But if he is a candidate, then I would have reached out to his people by now. That that kind of stuff, if I understand it correctly, is what's happening right now. Uh, to to suggest that there's one person that there there's only one person that they're zeroing in on this early, I think that's that's getting way ahead of the situation right now. Auburn baseball is going to become a great baseball program now. Um, One thing that Auburn people aren't going to appreciate is uh, an emphasis on baseball that could in any way, shape, or form take away from football or basketball. Gary says, make me understand why is it every time this comes about that Kiffin go to Auburn and now, wait, sorry. This font for me is very small. Make me understand, Gary says, why is it every time this comes about that about Kiffin, so I'm, I'm reading that correctly, go to Auburn, and how does Ole Miss people feel about it also? So you're, you're going to get this kind of stuff. Uh, well, first of all, it's because you're winning. That's the thing. Did, people are talking about your coach because you're winning. 18-3 in, in the last 21 games for Ole Miss. Quarterback development's there. Recruiting's there, and more, most importantly, it's a, a name that generates a lot of buzz and interest and reaction. So even if it's not reality, like Nebraska, for example, that's not going to happen, despite what people in Nebraska think. That's the very stupid. But talking about it, him, excites people. He's, he's interesting, and he's winning. And so when your job comes open, why would you not want to try to get him to be your coach? Like Nebraska, again, it's not happening. But Nebraska would be dumb to not reach out to Jimmy Sexton and say, hey, what's his number? What will it take to get him here? It would be stupid for them not to do it. But the people that include Nebraska on the... uh the, the, or him on like the Nebraska hotboards or people that are just looking for clicks because his name gets engagement and all that. It's just something you've got to get used to. As long as Lane Kiffin is at Old Miss, he's going to get named for basically every job that comes open. One, because his agent is Jimmy Sexton, and that's what Jimmy does. And two, it's because everybody wants to hire a winning coach that generates buzz. Just kind of what you have to. We have to deal with. Edwards says Auburn is a mess. People act like old Miss to Auburn is like a G five to a championship contender. See, and that right there is something that I want to talk about with you guys tonight. And that is something that I think nationally around co- the college football world, people are not talking about enough because they have that same mentality that you're thinking of, Edward. They they do. Um, I think part of it's ignorance, and and that's really that. Um, I think it's undeniable though that there is a gap between Auburn and Ole Miss. I, I, I think that that would be very silly of me. I, I could pander to you if you wanted me to, and I, I know people you know do that in sports media sometimes, and, and that's okay. What you know, whatever, do your job however you want to do your job. I could pander to you and say, "Man, Ole Miss is a better job than than Auburn. It's better." I, I could do that. But I, I I wouldn't be telling you the truth. Auburn is a better job than Ole Miss, generally speaking. They have demonstrated a more consistent ability to get players when you look at recruiting rankings. If you believe the reporting, they have more money. They do have a larger fan base. It's a larger school, after all. And in recent history, although their national championship was 12 years ago, and if Cam Newton wasn't on that team, they don't win the national championship, but still – uh, they have won a national championship and been to another in semi recent history. Um, uh, so so Auburn, generally speaking, is a better job than Ole Miss. But people like you're saying think the gap is huge. Like Auburn is here and Ole Miss is on on the floor that I'm sitting on. Uh, And I don't believe that to be the case. I think the gap is significantly closer around basically everybody in the SEC, absent the super big money programs. I think Auburn and Ole Miss are are very, very close. And when people push back on that, I I find it kind of goofy because right now in the college football playoff era, Ole Miss is a better program than Auburn, including Hugh Freeze in that. Ole Miss has two coaches now. In the playoff era, which is only eight years old, that have taken Ole Miss to an access bowl. That's two coaches. They have demonstrated an ability to get players to Alabama's level. No, but Ole Miss can get players, and they can win. It cracks me up when people say, "Oh, you can't win at Ole Miss." Then why are they eighteen and three? Why, if it's so hard, if the ceiling in Mississippi, and you can throw State in here as well. But if the ceiling in Mississippi is so low, it is so low, then why have only two SEC teams since Kiffin taken over won more games than him? It's Alabama and Georgia. That's it. So if the ceiling is so low and it's so impossible to win at Ole Miss, why was Hugh Freeze able to go to two access bowls in his time at Ole Miss and, and spare me the cheating stuff? Give me a break. I mean, come on, guys. Uh, get over yourselves if if you want to actually use that as a reason. Um, No, because I think these jobs mostly are separated by who's coaching them. Look at the SEC. And then then people will say, oh, well, they're only winning right now because these other schools are in down years. Who's in a down year? LSU? This is their third coach in recent history. I think Brian Kelly's going to end up winning. But remember, Ed Orgeron won, and then look at what happened. Les Miles flamed out. So, so LSU, while they're down right now, but not really, they're ranked number 10, but, but they're down a lot recently. Arkansas is on their third coach in recent history. The previous two were disasters. Texas A&M, with all their money, didn't change a bit from Sumlin to, to Jimbo if you say that all it's because the rest of the sec is down when is the rest of the sec up saying things like that is implying that usually everybody's good and that is not the case there is so much coaching turnover so often you're a coach away from being competitive the only reason why the only reason why Ole Miss is winning is because they have a good coach, great coach. But it's not like he's a miracle worker because you have seen another coach with flaws, by the way, win at that level also at a place like Ole Miss. There's a reason Ole Miss has more wins than Auburn right now. It's coaching. That's the difference. But that demonstrates, in my opinion, that the two jobs are closer than they appear. Lane Kiffin could be at Vanderbilt, and he wouldn't be 18-3 and right now. Because Vanderbilt's ceiling is truly very low. Well, Mrs is not the case. So, I- I'm with you. It's th- th- There is a gap, but I think it's a, a, a quite a small one. Yeah, hit the like button, please. Subscribe as well, even if you never watch the video again. Jason's asking if he's the only one to think that this has been going on for a long while with Cohen and they've probably already got their targets decided. Uh, possibly, I don't think this has been going on for, for a while. Um, but you know, if Auburn's being smart, that target list is not any different than one that you could come up with. Cohen went to practice a lot, so maybe he has some scoop that could impact the game. You never know. (laughs) Maction is back tonight. Yeah. I watched a little bit of that, uh, before I, uh, um, little guy and I just went nuts earlier uh, I'm sweating honestly we played pretty hard tonight so yeah what do I think uh what do I think the offer is to kiffen if he is in fact the number one candidate I ha- oh I wish I could answer that um the initial offer what maybe eight over eight 80 million dollar no um what is that a, a 60 $4 million deal, eight over eight. Yeah, eight times eight is six. eight. I ate and I ate and I got sick on the floor. Yeah, something like that uh, maybe it would be the first. Tommy Tuberville funny moments. <laughs> Todd says, thought it was pretty despicable. Auburn could not wait one week. Cohen accepting the job six days before State and Auburn play, classless move. Um. Here's the thing. One, I have a feeling that John Cohen would have preferred it, wait. I don't, I I have a feeling he would have preferred it, wait. And I, I know some fans didn't like some quotes that were given to Ross Dellinger, and I understand that. I do. But, um, If you were given a a rather significant raise at your job, 30% raise in in something like that? No, it's over that. It's it's like a 35% raise that John Cohen got to go to Auburn. Are, Are you really going to drag that out? because of a football game that you don't impact at all that's that's kind of I understand that that fans are upset I I I get it some fans anyway but what difference does the football game make Uh, that I I don't understand that why does the football game being played this Saturday matter What, what what does it matter it's not going to cause a distraction from the actual football team. It's their athletic director. It's not their head coach. Maybe he's on the sidelines a little bit, but he, he's a guy that wears a tie all the time. It's, he's not going to impact the outcome of a game. What difference does six days make? I, I, don't, I can't wrap my mind around why that is an issue. If I get a job that I want, I'm leaving. You know what? I, I, I don't understand the criticism there. It's a football game that he has no impact on whatsoever. John Cohen's presence at Mississippi State or at Auburn on Saturday will have zero impact on the outcome of the football game. If he thought it was the right move for he and his family, then you, you, you go when that move is afforded to you. don't show loyalty to places that wouldn't show you any if you performed poorly. Because let's pretend like Mike Leach lost to Auburn and lost to Georgia and loses to Ole Miss. Let's pretend that happens. State fans are going to not only want Mike Leach fired, but John Cohen fired as well should fans express loyalty to somebody that's that's been there but he's not performing that well just let people go and and don't don't criticize somebody for taking a job that they think is better for themselves even if you disagree with that just i don't know it feels like we're pretending to be morally superior when it's something that we ourselves would do in words of state fans would say Cohen is the best AD ever. If he somehow got Kiffin into Auburn, Midwest uh, picker says, I was told these things. If you have, Oh gosh, never split tens in blackjack lane already has a winning hand. Auburn is a worse program today. And that's the thing he's got to balance, right? Is, um, it's a, what I put on Twitter here's what he's got to balance uh, with this because I don't think the answer is as cut and dry as as people out there say it is. I really don't. Um, with Auburn, although the transfer portal helps and they've got a reportedly a bunch of commitments and NIL money, and that's all very good and important, but it is a rebuild. Now it can happen faster, but but it is one. Uh, the quarterback room is bad. The roster is generally bad for what you expect and elite level winning is not going to happen right away. So you've got to balance that. Um, and then on top of that, so that, that's something he's got away. Like, do I want to take a rebuild right now? And if that answer is, is yes, then I don't know if money's going to be an issue. But when you look at it from the Ole Miss perspective, He's got a team that is ready to win next year. If you look at what Ole Miss is returning, especially at quarterback and running back, that's a team that's, that's ready to win right away next year. We'll have considerable hype. Um, it's also a place that will allow him to kind of be top of mind for these very small handful of other jobs that he may want or possibly the NFL if that's a thing that he wants. um, So he's got a ready-made roster that's in better position to win in the short term. Ole Miss will give him a seven figure raise easily. You know, I mean, money's not going to be a problem and people are obsessing over the four year contract. The foundation can work around that to some degree. Now they can't like do 10 year deals or anything, but they're not capped at four. They can guarantee more than that. Um, NIL has got a lot of momentum at Ole Miss right now. And there's also some personal things that, you know, I I don't necessarily want to discuss here, but there are things happening like, you know, dad and and son and and personal stuff that you you may not want to uproot again. So that's what he's got away. Does he want to start a rebuild at Auburn or does he want to, State Ole Miss, where he's got a quarterback and a running back returning and a team returning next year that would have a a metric ton of hype where he'll have complete control and freedom to kind of do whatever the hell he wants. Um, It's easy for Auburn to say right now that it's fine for him to kind of do whatever he wants, but would Auburn be okay with him being in the Bahamas while his staff members are interviewing for other jobs? Would Auburn be okay with that? Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm uh, I'm not sure. He can do whatever. He's he's a god at Ole Miss. He can do whatever he wants. Uh, and, and at Auburn, he's going to be measured directly and right away against Kirby Smart and and Nick Saban. It's not as easy of a decision as people want it to be. Yeah, Sexton's going to get his money. He always does. Why wow, would Auburn hire a coach of an overrated program that hasn't beaten anyone? Yeah, it's. I'm telling you, people people are are just the the discourse, and and we, I say we, media people feed that. Uh, I said this to somebody last night. You get a lot of contradicting things from people like a Paul Feinbaum. Because they don't actually believe what they say. And because they don't believe what they say, they forget what they say. And on Monday, they'll say this. And on Wednesday, they'll say something completely different, completely contradictory, because they don't believe in what they said the first time. And I'm not saying you can't change your mind. I change my mind all the time, but I acknowledge that I did or that I was wrong previously. No, you get such drastic inconsistencies from people because they don't actually believe what they say. Chase says, I sent this into the show, but I'm 99% sure I'm going to take Auburn and the points. The amount I'm comfortable with is just going up by the day, and it's all on a hunch. What, what you don't want is that trend to continue. Uh, interim coaches have been very, very good in their first game as an interim, so or first or second game as an interim so far this year. Williams says, I don't think Auburn is a good fit for Coach Prime. Um, it may not be, although I, I kind of, I'm getting a chuckle out of the, the, the lengths that people are going to, to kind of discredit what he's doing at Jackson state. Like I've seen people say, oh, that he, he would be a disaster. He's a bad coach. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, what uh, college football, I've said this to you guys before. I say it on the radio show all the time. A college football coach is two jobs. That's it. Two jobs. And chicken or the egg, whichever one comes first, acquire talent, win games. And you can't do the second one without the first one. So when people say, oh, well, well, he's not a good coach, his record tells you otherwise. He's winning football games. Look at the record. Look at the games that he has played against his competition. He's winning football games. And it's not like he's got a team full of SEC players playing in the SWAC. That is not what he's got but he does have better players than everybody else in the SWAC. Why does he have better players than everybody else in the SWAC? Because he is excellent at acquiring talent. Do you think Nick Saban's just winning games on scheme and execution? Why do you think recruiting is so important to him? Why do you think Kirby Smart is leading the charge to get the cocktail party taken away from Jacksonville and bringing it back on campus? Recruiting. the entire. you think Kirby Smart is the best coach in college football, football coach, X's and O's, just coaching football. Do you think he's the best? Nope. But he acquires players better than anybody else. That's part of the job. And so when people discredit, oh, well, he's only winning because his players are better, that is priority one as a college football coach. People just keep discrediting Coach Prime, and it blows my mind. His record is good. It's a different level, but his record is good, and the recruiting would be unbelievable wherever he goes. Oh, I don't know. He has the number one player in America at Jackson State. His roster has guys that could have played at FBS programs currently in his. You're telling me with SEC on his chest and $15 million dollars In a collective, he couldn't go into any living room and get who he wanted. You're insane. Especially if it's at a place like Auburn, where Atlanta's right up the road. Could you imagine what prime time the impact that he would have when he walks into a living room outside of Atlanta? Are you kidding? Somebody will take the risk. And I think if you're immediately dismissive, you're crazy. Because he's winning games right now. He's displaying that he can coach ball, but more importantly, he can get players. Yeah, Chase, uh, Auburn may come out and be motivated in in this one. He also says, I feel their running game is primed to take advantage of a tiring defense in the second half. I don't trust this offense to score enough to beat pretty much anyone but two touchdowns and make the extra points. Now, if I look into my crystal ball, who do I think they're going to end up getting their first, second, third, or fourth guy? Ooh, um, I'll ask your que- or I'll answer your question with a question: How many candidate number ones get hired? Very, very, very few. Right? Doesn't happen much. Um, considering. Cohen's track record and how coaching searches usually go, uh, I don't think number one. I mean, people are talking about Jeff Grimes in this deal. It's way too early to know. Uh, But if you gave me Lane Kiffin, Hugh Freeze, Coach Prime, or the field, which includes Matt Rule, I would take the field. If, If my options were, Who is more likely to be coaching at Auburn next year? Kiffin, Prime, or Freeze, or the field? I would choose the field. But, I mean, it's all speculative. You know, I I don't know for sure. Do I think Cadillac Williams becoming the interim and likely leaning on their running game will give Auburn any juice? I'm sure he'll have them, them juiced up. But State's significantly better than Auburn, or at least they should be. Any chance he goes after Urban Meyer? No shot. I don't think. I don't think you can do that. Steven says, Cohen really just has to worry about one hire now. It's the most important Auburn hire in decades with this football hire, but the other three are set and good for years to come. I I said that on the show today. I wonder if you were – if just you and I are just in sync mentally because somebody texted us and said, why would John Cohen want to go to that dumpster fire? I said – It's not a dumpster fire. Auburn football is a dumpster fire. Auburn Athletics is in great shape. It's great shape. They've got Bruce Pearl with, I mean, leading that basketball program to national, not only national relevance, but like people think they're title contenders. He's got that thing moving. Just get out of his way and let him operate. And Butch has done a really nice job in in baseball as well. They're set, it's just football. Now, football's a disaster, at least it has been lately. But, no, he's not walking into a dumpster fire. He's walking into a football dumpster fire. Slightly different thing. Jamie is a sleeper. The option has worked in the past. I would call him. He would be somebody that I would make contact with, no doubt. Jason says Leach being underwhelming is an understatement, but looks better than Joe Judge would have been, no doubt. Hey, Brian, what's up? So who's the new D at State? I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. Uh, I do think, though, that you know, maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. I qualify a lot of things with that. People are drawing conclusions between the Hartwell resignation from Utah State and the Mississippi State job. I don't think those are related. I could be wrong. I don't think so. There's some stuff. There's some stuff there. Todd says what top ten program has Kiffin beat this year? SEC West is down. How many has he played? I, I mean, you, know, you you want him to magically get it. he's played one on the road. If you're if you're denying the job that he's done in three years, oh olmus was immediately competitive in 2020. Remember that? Immediately. I mean, if, you, if you're going to deny the, the the job that he's done at Ole Miss, it's your prerogative, I guess. But that's a little foolish. Hugh Freeze is the perfect fit at Auburn, but how would John Cohen view him? Probably not favorably. But, I mean, relationships can be amended, especially when there's mutual interest, right? I don't. I wouldn't go there if I were Auburn. I mean, I know he's a, a very good football coach, an objectively very, very good football coach. But your other candidates, like if you could get Matt Rule, or if you could get Lane Kiffin, or, or if you could get like a Dave Clawson or somebody like that, Mark Stoops might be somebody that I would go after if I were Auburn. Maybe it's not sexy enough, but that's somebody I would consider personally. Um. All of the other guys have not demonstrated an inability to handle the pressures of an SEC job. And the, oh, well, he's changed now. It's fine. Mm. Hasn't quite demonstrated that fully. I would be scared to make that hire personally. If Kiffin had the Hugh Freeze rise, he wouldn't really get all this attention at this size. No, you're you're right. He, he would not. You are right. But that gap is shrinking in size. I believe it is. I believe it is. I've all. I mean, I've said forever that most every SEC job is one head coach away from being high level, and that's the only difference. You're exactly right. Ole Ole Miss is three access bowl appearances and three top 10 finishes in the playoff era. There's a reason that there's more. They have more of those in Auburn because the gap that the ceiling people so desperately want to believe that the ceiling in Mississippi is so low and it has been demonstrated time and time again to not be low. I'm way behind. <laughs> way behind. Robbie says that running back that decommitted from Michigan State is taking notice of what Kiffin is doing with the run game. No doubt, it's got to be really easy to recruit running backs for them right now. T i would like to see Jimbo to Auburn and Dan Mullen to A and M. Yeah, only because you want those two programs to not be good. Auburn fired a national championship coach after going six and six. In fairness, again, you know he got the player, which. Matters, but they only won that championship because of Cam Newton. You could see Lane getting an $11 million contract if he wants it. Uh, Yeah, from either place. I think. Uh, Kobe, I've seen a lot of people make reference to the New Mexico athletic director today. But I don't know. Layton's asking if Mississippi's contract limit. So here's what he says. I'll just read it for those of you listening to the podcast. I know Mississippi is a limit on contract lengths, but would a performance-based auto extension be legal? Yes. Mike Bianco has one. Make a bowl game and get an extension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are already in place. That's that's what I'm talking about. Um, that's what I'm talking about. It's... um. It's auto rollovers, it's stuff like that. Mike Bianco's gets automatically triggered if no adjustments to the contract have been made by a certain date. And I don't know what that date is, but but his automatically happens. It's written to the contract. So that is something that is absolutely um a deal. Todd disagrees with me. John Cohen is very visible at state football practices every week. I, I promise there's nothing that John Cohen can tell Auburn from being at practice. That, that can help them win the football game. I promise There's there's nothing that he can tell them that will change anything about the outcome of the game. There's nothing that he can offer that can change the outcome of the game. Nothing. What are the odds that Kiffin stays in Oxford? He said he loves Oxford. Well, you got to keep in mind, while I agree that his perception of the town has changed, there's a reason his kids are moving there to go to school there and stuff. You know, there's a reason for that. He I obviously has grown to like the place, but every coach says they love where they are. I'm sure he loved living in Boca as well. How could you not? So, Scott says I could care couldn't care less if Cohen wants to better himself with money. But whatever, he is a stock market genius but making false claims. Memphis Rebel says, but Auburn is toxic if you don't go over 8-4 and four in the first two years. That's something he's got away also. I mean, you, you saw how they handled Brian Harson. I don't have to remind you about what they try to do to his family. That's got to be something that's in the back of your mind. At least I think so. You've already heard Kiffin should pull Lincoln Riley and take everyone with him to Auburn. Well, not everybody would go, uh and barring a waiver, his quarterback couldn't go with him. Dusty, I, I'm telling you that they can guarantee deals longer than four years. I, I, I promise they can. It's, it's more ambiguous. They've got to do it creatively. They can't give a six-year contract, but that's why they use the foundations. They, they, they absolutely can work things into the contracts that make them longer than four years. They can. There are automatic rollovers. Again, Mike Bianco has one of those. There's, there's buyout stuff. There's foundation money. There's things that they can do to make it longer than four years. It's, it's not perfect. And they can't go to, like, 10 or whatever, but they can do it. Edward says, I don't know exactly what MSU's NIL situation is, but that coming out after Cohen left was unprofessional. It was. I understand why people are frustrated. Apparently, it is inaccurate. But State does have to get on their horse with NIL. They do. They do. So does everybody, but but they do. Uh, So that, it sounds like fans are starting to open their eyes to that fact. Which is a good thing. You think Cohen lucked into Mike Leach, Jason says. No fan of Leach at all, but he's bound to be better than whoever we were going to get. Well, that was going to be Joe Judge. It was done. It was done. Cohen brought State their only national championship and Leach. Well... (laughs) Not not everybody agrees that him bringing them leech is a great uh, feather in his cap, and that's true. W- won a national championship in baseball, but the significance of that is nothing compared to anything involving football. It, it's, just, it's just not anywhere close. I, I know Mississippi State loves baseball. I understand that, but if you're getting football wrong, it doesn't matter if you got baseball right on your second try. I'm right about sports pundits. Yeah, it, 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 there's no thought that, that's put into anything. Like right here, like this with you guys, it's just a back and forth conversation, right? Like I'm not putting on a show. I'm just talking to you guys. I like this. Um, the, the day I get to have my own radio show, uh, whenever that day comes, when it's when it's a true show and it's mine, I, not one that I am with other people on, that it's I call the shots, it will be prepared. Like every day, I won't just say whatever to generate reaction. I'll say what I believe, and, and too many people don't do that. Affleck would love prime at Auburn. I wonder if th- that, that, that would change that if, if Alabama and Auburn fans would want their coaches doing commercials together. So they almost scored 91 points tonight in the exhibition game. But to be honest with you, I didn't watch and not, won't even look at the highlights or anything. Basketball is so far away from, from my thinking. Chase says, I don't like Leech either, and I'm not a fire the coach guy, but I've seen enough to know the Leech experiment will be over next year. Prime will do it his way. When I said that, I feel Auburn boosters would hinder him. Wouldn't be surprised at that. Jason says, forget Coach Dion's talent, that ain't the half of it. He has chosen to hire the absolute cream of the crop assistants. He's got an assistant group for that level that is really good. So when people are like, oh, he wouldn't be able to hire staff, are you sure? There are too many people, Jason, that just completely and totally underestimate his connections, I think. Michael says, Ole Miss is a better place to coach successful football than Auburn. It's by a tiny degree, but true. If you aren't hammered, harmed, excuse me, by a corrupt NCAA mechanism, just watch. Jay says, Leach is a noted disciplinarian and tries to field a clean and buttoned up program, and that's great. That's why he wins everywhere. He's winning at state throughout COVID year. He doesn't win enough. Bobby Petrino to Auburn. Where is he? Missouri State, right? Isn't that where he is? Joseph says, Harson couldn't even make it through season two. That's crazy how the Auburn boosters are. They they didn't give him a shot from day one. He, He was never given a fair shot, ever. Never given a fair shot. Chase also says it was worth the gamble on Leach. But it's just apparent that offense doesn't have the dynamics, and the athletes in this conference are too good. You say Freeze would be my last ditch. I know he's a good coach and I know he'd take it higher. He will win. Cohen has to get a guy that's going to win. I'd call the Kiffins rules Aranda's and landings. See? I mean, Dave Aranda is somebody that I think that Auburn could get also. I mean, when when you when you start talking about Lane Kiffin and Matt Rule and Dave Aranda. I guess Clawson's not on anybody's radar. He would be on mine. Uh, you know, Mark Stoops, those kind of guys, why would you settle on the one that is, again, demonstrated completely that they can't, they can't handle the job? I don't understand. But it's not my hire to make. There's no splash after those three say no. I feel like the Mark Stoops thing would... Would have been really uh, would have been really splashy had it been after last season. Not not so much this one. Do I think all the concert rumors affect the locker room? <sighs> not not really. Uh I, I think it affects recruiting a hell of a lot more. Greg says, who wants that job after they tried to bury him in a coup? Somebody that wants millions of dollars in their pocket. It still is the SEC West, and it's still a lot of tens of millions of guaranteed money. Kiffin's buyout for him to leave, like what he would have to owe the school, or what really his new job would pay the school, is not anything significant. They never are. That's not a a Kiffin thing. They, They never are. Ever. That's why people talking about, well, Freeze, you know, he signed the extension at Liberty. So Auburn can't hire him now. There are two different buyouts. There, there's a buyout when you fire the guy and there's a buyout when he leaves. There, those are two different numbers. Auburn didn't have to pay 40 million to get Hugh Freeze from Liberty. No, it's, it's not a deterrent at all. Not not at all. If there's anyone that could break the news about Ole Miss signing Kiffin to a new contract or Auburn signing him, who would it be? Um, Chris Lowe would be my guest to break the extension at Ole Miss if he were to sign that, Uh, to break the Auburn. Pete Thamel would break the Auburn story if it is there. Do I think that Kiffin could go to Auburn next year and be more successful than he is at Ole Miss this year? No, I don't. I think Auburn I, – I mean, he would have the team competitive right away because he's too good of a coach to not have the team competitive right away, but I do not think that Auburn would be next year immediately a top-10 caliber football team and stuff like that. I think that would take a little bit more time. Tim says Prime will be at state soon. I, I think he'll be gone before Leech is gone. William says, I think Lane might have told Luke that title miss will be good. And with Dart coming, he will play. You come with me to new place. You know the system. Hmm. Haven't thought about that myself. A good friend, Major Auburn Booster, told me that Prime is a serious candidate with his Atlantic uh, Atlantic connections. I don't doubt it. I mean, somebody reported last night that Auburn was talking to him today. A percentage that Coach Prime goes to Auburn, 10%. Chase says 68 folks in the chat, it takes literally less than a second to hit like. Yeah, hit the like button. What's wrong with you guys? Joseph says Auburn's more than likely loses Tank Bigsby to the draft, and Hunter probably gets in the portal and comes back to Mississippi, so the running back room will be affected. Maybe. Or he stays, depending on who they hire. You were looking at Clawson as a replacement. The one thing other than defense that I did not like is his lack of running game. It would be an issue. But I do think that the offense is so explosive that you can't not look at them. Teahawks says if Auburn wants a splash, then go after Urban. I don't think they have to go after Urban to to, to get a splash like that. If Hunter transferred to Ole Miss, that would be crazy. But can you get me monetized so I can buy a curtain rod? Yeah, I need to get to 1000 so I can fix that. That's horrible. And Orchard on the Auburn. Hunter wouldn't transfer. Auburn is his dream school. Another school can be your dream school at the right price. <laughs> uh, but I mean I, I wouldn't count on it. Would Olmas go over ten million for Lane? Yep. I believe they would. Probably not much further north there there are people that think that that money just grows on trees and and i've actually seen that sentiment uh, about auburn and the buyout money oh it's just play it's it's just monopoly money and everybody's got all this money and buyout numbers don't matter and yes it does everything is i don't know if you've noticed everything's getting more expensive And you're asking these boosters to give millions of dollars to NIL. And then you're asking the same people to pay a buyout while also donating for the facility enhancement. And uh, I mean, it's just like, I I know the dollar figures feel kind of goofy because they are, but Ole Miss just can't give Lane Kiffin $15 million because, Oh, well the sec money's coming in, but that, You have to spend it on other things also. You have other sports. You have staffs. You have facilities. You have all kinds of stuff that you got to pay for also. You can't just increase the money and everything and and it's just always going to be there. It doesn't work like that. And I don't know how people think it does. There's a limit. Everybody's got a limit. Will miss his top five, in my opinion, for Lane's replacement. Oh, I mean, we'll have to talk about that this soon. He's got to leave first, but um, Klaus and Aranda, Chadwell. Um, that's where I would start. It's those three. I don't think you go coordinator. I think you can do better, frankly. Um. Yeah, I would start there. Don't buy me a curtain rod. Just help me get to a thousand. That's all I need. Chase, you got another person in the chat that thinks you're funny and says, Hail State. I don't think you're funny. Dusty says, Intimate friend of mine, Major Auburn Booster, confirmed that Prime has been offered seven years, eighty 80- they wouldn't have to offer it. That, that seems high because I don't know if that's what it would require to, to go. Matthew says, I'm surprised Coach Prime to Georgia Tech hasn't gotten more traction. So so Georgia Tech fancies itself as a quality academic institution, you know? And hiring Deion Sanders would say, hey, we want to win football games and that's all we care about. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, he would... I would call him every day if I were Georgia Tech. Could you Again, could you imagine Deion Sanders recruiting Atlanta? Could you imagine that? And the crowds that they would get, it, the, the, the gravitas that he has is, is otherworldly. He would fill up the stadium that they never fill up unless they're playing Georgia every single week because people in Atlanta, if Deion Sanders is doing something Support it, would support it. NIL makes Missouri your dream school, so I hear. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) It does. It does. He could start at Auburn next year. He would start at Auburn right away. Right away. If Auburn doesn't get freeze, what do you think is the next big program he could have a chance to get to? Somebody's got to be willing to take the risk, right? I mean, maybe Missouri. I think that if, if Auburn doesn't come to fruition, then he would be wise to never leave Liberty. That's the truth. No scrutiny. You can do your act and nobody will question you ever. No media coverage. You can send emotionally charged messages to somebody that you should not be sending messages to who is involved in litigation with your employer and nothing happens. Where? How many places can you do that? <laughs> I hear you, Chase. That's how this search is already going. Uh, just with the ridiculousness of some of the rumors already yeah zarica i think that if that's what's required now i don't think that will be offered initially but if that's what's required Ole miss will get up over 10 i think i think so yeah dion would make georgia tech relevant day one already or i mean right away I believe you. I believe that, that that Auburn's kicking the tires on him for sure. I, I, I truly do believe you. Again, it was reported last night, I think by Auburn rivals, I think. I think that they were talking to him today. I hope I'm not misattributing that. I, I hope I'm not getting that wrong, but. Yeah, what NFL team would hire Lane Kiffin? No, the problem is the last couple of college hires don't appear to be working out. That might work uh, against him if that's what he wants. I think the Auburn search will end after the season. I think you're going to have to deal with this for a while. Now, if Matt Rule is somebody they want, they should hire him as fast as possible if he wants the job. If he wants the job. Uh, because you can get him recruiting right away for the early signing period. You don't have to worry about coaching anything, right? So if Matt Rule is a candidate for me, if he's expressed interest, then I I try to kind of get the ball rolling on that fast. Freeze to Iowa or Nebraska. The, the issue is they value themselves too much. That they, they, they're 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 too morally sound for him. Freeze replaces Leach. I don't think Mark Keenan would ever sign off on that. I could be wrong. I don't think Tim Cook really is involved in athletics much. But, yeah, I mean, Auburn's got well, they got money. They've got money. Kiffin is headed to A&M. Not this year. He's not. If I got on here pushing Lane to Auburn, I'd have these videos monetized in no time. Yeah, no doubt. Maybe I should start clickbaiting the hell out of you guys and making goofy thumbnails and stuff. I could. Bring back Gus. They'd have been better than they were the last two years. Jerry will never retire. He'll die the owner of the Cowboys. He's never stepping back ever. Yeah, Bill O'Brien. Cohen's not that stupid. At least I don't think. But anyway, I went way long tonight. I went way long. I appreciate you guys very much. Please like the video. Subscribe. I'll be back Thursday night, same time. We'll probably have to talk more about this. Um, Hopefully the actual football games uh, on Saturday because there's huge ones. Um, So hopefully we'll talk about those instead of this. Hopefully. But we'll see. Please like the video. Subscribe. I'll see you guys on Thursday, 745. See you then. A Super Talk Mississippi Ah. media production.